Despite officially declaring its neutrality at the start of World War II, Ireland suffered several bombing raids during the conflict. The worst of these occurred 80 years ago in North Dublin City. Our reporter, Mark McManaman, found out more. Early in the morning of the 2nd of January 1941, the first bombing of Dublin, during the emergency known uh, on the continent as World War II, occurred when German bombs were dropped in the suburb of Terenure in South Dublin. This is historian Aaron Umwaney. This was followed by further bombings the following morning on the 3rd of January 1941, when a further series of bombs were dropped in Denor Terrace on the South Circular Road. A number of people were injured in these attacks, but no one was killed in these bombings, luckily. However, later on in that year, on the 31st of May 1941, four German bombs fell in the north inner city area of Dublin. On May 31st, 1941, Adolf Hitler's dreaded Luftwaffe bombed Dublin in a devastating raid, which left 28 people dead and scores injured. In the midst of the chaos that ensued following the bombing, one entire family from Edenderry, County Offaly, perished. This is historian and author Kieran Riley, who himself is a native of Edenderry. On that night, four bombs were dropped in Dublin, in Ballybock, Summerhill and on Phoenix Park. There was some minor damage done to Oris and Uchtaran. But the fourth bomb fell, a 500-pound bomb fell on the North Strand area and that caused the greatest devastation. 28 people were killed. 90 people injured and 300 houses damaged. Of the 28 people killed, one quarter were from one family alone, the Brown family of Edenderry. On the night of the bombing in the Brown household was Mary Brown, age 65. She was Harry Brown's mother. There was Mary, age 32, his wife, Maureen, age 7, Anne, age 5, Edward, three and a half, and little Angela, age 2. They were killed instantly. Harry was a member of the local defence force in the Store Street Company and he had been out on patrol on that evening when the first bombs were dropped in the Summerhill area and he returned to his house shortly after 2am in the morning and he was found partially clothed and close to uh, the front door. The assumption was that he had just returned home when the bomb was actually dropped on the house. The Germans respect nothing. Latest evidence of this is their bombing of neutral error. Nazi planes dropped their loads of death over a wide area of Dublin, killing and injuring more than a hundred people. The error government has protested to Berlin against the wanton attack on their professed neutrality, but unfortunately protests will not bring back the dead or heal the wounds of the injured. Maybe this is the price error has to pay for sitting on the fence. In an effort to show solidarity with the country, De Valera attended some of the Dublin funerals. De Valera actually made representations to the German government and attended a mass funeral which occurred on the 5th of June 1941 for 12 of the victims. De Valera also made a speech in Doyle Aaron where he expressed sympathy on behalf of the government and the nation to the great number of citizens who, and I quote, were so cruelly bereaved by the recent bombing. Brown family funerals are remembered as a particularly tragic event in Edenderry, according to Kieran. On the Tuesday following the bombing, the funeral of the Brown family took place in Edenderry, 
And I think one of the things which is most vividly remembered is the arrival of the funeral cortege in the town. The O'Brien family, who owned a store in Edenderry, had sent a lorry to Dublin to collect the coffins, the seven coffins of the members of the Brown family. And that was a sight which many people recalled for many years after, and indeed still do today in Edenderry, uh, having witnessed it or heard about it, is this arrival of, of the lorry as it arrived in Edenderry, carrying the seven, an open back lorry carrying seven coffins. And it was met by thousands of people who lined the streets. There's photographs of the funeral which survive and you know, people were overcome in particular when they saw the little coffins, the coffins of Maureen and Edward and Angela and Anne. And that's what struck people most and, and what people spoke about in the days, months and, and years afterwards. According to Aaron, West Germany eventually paid compensation to the Irish state for the bombing raid. They accepted responsibility for the raid and by 1958 they'd paid compensation worth then £327,000, which they used uh, martial aid money to pay for. Looking to the future, Kieran believes it is important that the human cost of the bombings can be suitably commemorated in the future. The example of the Brown family and, and what happened to them, you know, there is the chance now to record stories. And perhaps if we wait for the 100th anniversary of the Second World War, that memories of what happened and the impact that the North Strand bombing had will be lost. I know there has been great work done by Dublin City Archives and others to record memories of people who lived in around the North Strand, but there are lots more stories to record and to keep for future generations. Mark McMenamin was reporting there on the North Strand bombing in May of 1941. That's all we've got time for on this evening's programme. Details of all our items, as well as podcasts, are available on our website, rte.ie forward slash history show. Our researcher is Liz Gillis. The History Show is a Pegasus production for RTE. For now, for me, Miles Dungan, and producer Lorcan Clancy, goodbye and thanks for listening.